TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Mark Hockman. The Grimace died today, so sorry if I'm a little short with you. Is French onion soup a soup? Channing Crowder. Can you have a bar mitzvah at 30? Black people invented sandwiches. Alejandro Solana. Uh, a, a lot while Christmas Eve the 24th. Yeah, this year I think it falls on the twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. You have to check. Man, let me put it that is. in the calendar. Yeah. Let me check. Yep, twenty fourth this year. Okay, cool. Sports. Jimmy, yeah, hit him with a yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. You gonna eat that cornbread? More sports. Would John Denver like me? He's dead for like thirty years. So no. I don't even know how they get the rib inside the throw. How do they do that? The most sports. As my friend Tom Hanks once said in the movie Sully, birds. Feet are a nasty part of the body. Mm, of course you hate feet. You have ass on your foot. The Huckman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. Who's been picking the music lately? There seems to be like a shift in the music. Jimmy kind of had a, a, a narrow niche. What's going on with the music? Uh, I mean, today's the first song, but yesterday was very noticeable to me, Jimmy. Hey, I just decided to shake things up. All right, shake it up. I'm with you. I'm ride or die with Jimmy Garcia, man. So shake it up. Shake it up. Who's that? Pharrell. Shake it up. Um, there's a lot to cover. You don't remember Pharrell? I, I, I mean, I know Pharrell, but I, I don't remember him going, shake it up. Really? Scotty Pharrell? Oh, Scotty Pharrell. Huh. huh. We're, we're talking about two different Pharrells. We now that you mentioned that, music producer. Yeah, that's why I'm so I was like, what? But now I do. Yeah. I, I was gonna, I was gonna go. What are we doing here? You think I'm talking about music? But I was talking about music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make fun of you for saying, "Hey, I'm on a sports show." Of course, I'm talking about Scotty Pharrell. But I was just talking about music, which is so, why I, 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 I was right, very confused. But yeah. had you hit me with a O'Reilly Auto Parts? Because I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, that's no Scotty Pharrell. Shake it up. Legend, man. <laughs> yeah, what a but legend. That is not Pharrell. Yeah. Not happy Pharrell. Um Crowder is trying to join us. If you were listening to the show yesterday, right at the end of the show, I said, Are you flying home? Because he was in New Jersey doing inside the NFL. And he said, No, he's flying to Boston. And uh he was doing a uh an interview for the pivot and his uh his air traffic has been delayed, so he is endeavoring to join us on the program today. There's a lot to cover. Um, the Heat game, the Panthers game, Ja'Curry Brown, he's playing in the bowl game. Like, there, there is a lot to cover. But I have to start with hard knocks. 
and Solana and I were just talking about it before the show started, is Hard Knocks. It's very good. Now, I don't know how many people nationally are interested in the in-season Hard Knocks. I can tell you, and this is only, I think, the second one, but I had not watched it before, and uh, I am so into it. I am so into everyone on this Dolphins team. You have to love this Dolphins team. The Jalen Phillips story arc was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. I mean, it was great TV. Like, they did it in a fashion that if you didn't watch the Dolphins game, you might not have known that he had torn his Achilles. Um, And speaking of Achilles, I'll get to hard knocks in a sec. Speaking of Achilles, did you see that Aaron Rodgers (laughs) is, like, in the first stages of being able to to practice? Like, that's not – so this not a joke. Like, he's really going to – He's really going to play this season? I, I guess, but there there was an out for him yesterday. I don't know if you saw his comments on, on McAfee. I did. Um, when I was driving to the Heat game, I, I read him. I got the notification. He kind of gave himself an out where, first of all, his health is of utmost priority. If he, he has to feel comfortable, obviously. But second would be meaningful games. If, if he was going to be a part of meaningful games, um, he's cleared to practice now, Hawk, so... I guess he's going to give it a go, but there's not going to be meaningful games for the New York Jets. Well, I think that might be the reason now that Tim Boyle is continuing to be the starting quarterback because maybe Aaron Rodgers said to Robert Sala, hey, you know what? Stick with Boyle because I I think I have an off-ramp here for all my nonsense about coming back this season. Uh, If we keep Boyle in there, there's no meaningful games coming up. Anyway, something we'll watch. But hard knocks. So Jalen Phillips. First of all, I was a fan of Jalen Phillips regardless. He's a UM guy. I love when your local team drafts someone or signs someone that you watched in college or even, you know, a, a high school kid like uh, like JPP who's with the Dolphins now. Um, I like that. So I love Jalen Phillips. Yesterday on Hard Knocks, it was revealed he's a cat guy. I'm a cat guy. I've got a cat. He's got a cat. He was showing his teammates pictures of a cat on his phone. That's my guy. How do you feel about the name of? And listen, I'm I'm no one to judge about a pet the dog's name. Name is Fauci because I picked probably the worst name of all time. I got wrapped up in the damn pandemic, and yeah. uh, I regret it every day. You regret day. that? You regret yeah. uh, having a dog named Fauci? Yeah, it's uh, you know it becomes a political statement every every damn right. day. I have a friend, no joke who named his dog in 2016 or 15 Trump (laughs) because the election was going on and he kind of thought, and then he's turned like he, like this guy is no longer a fan of Trump Uh loves his dog though. Right. (laughs) And his dog's name is Trump. That's my, that's my predicament where, you know, walking around Kendall of all places, uh, most people aren't exactly fans of uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And by the way, neither am I like, I couldn't give two bleeps about the guy. Right, it doesn't matter. It. I just thought during the pandemic, oh, I got a dog. I'll name him something that has to do with something this era. Something that has to do with the with the, with this era. You're right. Right. Yeah, something that'll remind me that this is when we got the dog, and like you could have named it Corona. And I could have gone with anything, and for whatever reason, I settled on Fauci. And and yeah, it's Clorox. It's, right. Fabuloso. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm no one to judge, but naming your cat Mister is, uh, I don't know. Because when they start asking about him, they're like, hey, did you cuddle up with Mr.? Yeah. 
And then his teammates were kind of, and he's like, oh, you want to see a picture? And it's, and it's his cat. My cat's name is Rocky, but we allowed our son to name the cat. And we got it probably like 10 years ago, mm. 11 years ago. So he was eight or nine years old. Rocky, that's a good, uh, good pet name. Yeah, for sure. A little basic, but uh, it's, it's solid. Jimmy, you have, any, uh, you have any pets, Jimmy? No pets. No D- pets. Did when I was a kid, but no what pets. What was his name? I had a pet name, Cookie, a Pomeranian. Mmm. Cookie. I like that. Cookie. Cookie. It bit me one time when I was a kid, though, but all uh, good. Rocky bit Lori last night. <laughs> so did you. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I like that, Jimmy. There you go. So, Jalen Phillips, the story arc, it, it really was heartbreaking. Mike McDaniel is perfection. He's perfection. And watching him on Hard Knocks last night, I didn't know that he got his shoulder cut up a little bit, and I didn't know that he got kicked in the D. I don't think anyone knew that, but he said it. It was such a great moment on Hard Knocks where he's going over it, and then he's he's on the sidelines, and someone had just run out of bounds. I think it was the first play of the game, right? I think it was the first play of the Raiders game. First play of the game. And uh, no one noticed it, but it, he's standing there on the sidelines talking in his headsets, and he's like, yeah, I got kicked in the, you know, and he said it, D. <laughs> it was really funny. I'd like to give that line to DBJ for the bowl game. <laughs> anyway, um, Hard Knocks, I think, is just excellent. I think it is so, so well done. Such a great glimpse. Our own Channing Crowder was on Hard Knocks last night. You know, so it's the same production company. NFL Films does Inside the NFL, and they do Hard Knocks. That's all their video footage. And uh, somebody just uh, DM me on Instagram. Isn't Javon a cat guy as well? Yes, he we have is. learned yeah. Javon Holland is a cat guy as well. Big fan. Um, but yeah, Crowder was on Hard Knocks last night. It was, who was it? Jalen Ramsey yeah, was J- going to be interviewed. Yeah. And it was last night on Inside the NFL. But it was Ryan Clark and Crowder. And it was funny because it's they're showing behind the scenes of Jalen Ramsey getting ready for the interview with Crowder and Ryan Clark. And Ramsey says, Hey, by the way, Crowder, I can't make it to your birthday party this weekend because we've got a game the next day. And I thought to myself, as I watched that, why didn't I think of that excuse? <laughs> I'm stuck going to the birthday party. This damn uh, three day event that we got an evite for. I'm going to the birthday party. I was Jalen pretty- Ramsey won't be there. Had Jalen Ramsey said, hey, I'll see you Saturday night, then I'd have been like, oh, hey, look, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, it, it is pretty cool, though, right? On on Hard Knocks, on Inside the NFL, they're interviewing a Dolphins player about a party we'll be attending. That we're going to. Uh-huh. Weird life carved out for myself. Um, anyway, a lot to get to. Zach Gelb from the CBS Sports Radio Network. He always joins us on Wednesdays. Rob Pizzola, professional sports gambler. He always joins us on Wednesdays. They'll both be here. Doug Plagans will join us from Montreal hmm. as the uh, Cats have an off day today, but they will face the Canadiens tomorrow. Uh, let's get headlines. Start out the program with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. Wonder if Plagans is going to get some poutine. That's my first question. <laughs> Has to be. Oh, you know what I want to do today as well? Because um, someone just texted in about the DBJ montage. I want to play that again. I don't know if, you know who heard it yesterday. We, we debuted Solana's season-ending DBJ Joe Zagaki montage. It is fantastic. 
we will play it again today. It is worthy of being played numerous times. On one of these days where we do like a best of show Christmas or, or whatever, we really should play like all the montages going back to yes. whatever from Falero's days as well. Or just make one that's an hour long. <laughs> Seriously. Like an hour off. Yeah. Uh, so, Hawk, yesterday was not the greatest day in South Florida sports. Panthers. It was the opposite. It was the, it was yeah. the South Florida sports trifecta against them. Yeah. Yeah. Panthers, Canes Hoops, and the Miami Heat all in action, and all three lost. Panthers did lose in a shootout, so they still gained a point, which is so uh, solid, I, uh, I stopped watching that game thinking they had won. You were probably doing the Heat game. I thought they won. So... I'm wa- Jimmy, did you watch the Panthers game last night? Uh, I As soon as I got home, I showered and I fell asleep. Oh, good for you. Sometimes you need a night like that. <laughs> <laughs> the mental health day for you, Jimmy? You had a yeah. rough one? No, just wanted to relax. I'm out of the studio and, and with Javon and you're just stuck with uh, with Solana. Oh, just, yeah. it, it wears on you. Just smoked the menthol and went to bed. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, I'm watching... The Panthers game. Evan Rodriguez hits the game winner in the shootout. And Goldie starts to celebrate, and I flip over to the Heat game. I'm watching the Heat Like, it's over. That's it. And then I see a tweet from Mike Cunho. This is five minutes later. Panthers won until they didn't. And I was like, what? And so then I texted Appel, and I'm like, because we had just celebrated on text the Panthers winning. We were both watching the game. I texted him. I said, did the Panthers not win? And he's like, no, they reversed the call, and then they lost in the sh- in the shootout on the next uh, round. Anyway. I messed up because I saw tweets that said Panthers win. Evan Rodriguez, game winner. So I write in my notes for the postgame show. I always do a recap of South Florida sports. Panthers won. I gave the update, hey, the Panthers were the only team that won last night, so if you were listening to me, you thought I was either on drugs or I'm just an idiot. Because well, I, they briefly I, were the only yeah. team in South Florida that had won, yeah. briefly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what, they didn't. What, what happened, like the entire bench left the game as well? Like they had to come back out from the locker room? Well, they were celebrating. It was over. Like It was over, but then they looked at the replay and he had uh, tapped it twice. And so it uh, didn't count. Yeah, so the Panthers losing a shootout. Hawk, I, I didn't watch the Canes game either. I talked with uh, some friends today who were big Canes Hoops fans at the gym, and they were telling me it was just a rough one for Coach L yeah, and the Canes. Yeah, it didn't go well. Yeah, it didn't could, go well. couldn't knock down threes. Kentucky has like seven guys who are all seven feet, and uh, they, they just got outplayed yesterday. Not uh, the most surprising thing in the world. I mean, I guess the margin of victory may be a little bit surprising because the Canes are a very good basketball team. But it was funny. Joe Zagaki had posted video of UM walking into Kentucky, you know, in the tunnel for the game. And he said, UM is here. And I forwarded that tweet to some friends of mine who went to UM. And I said, ooh, they look tired. I mean, they walked in the tunnel and it was like, and that was probably that was probably good inside info. Mm-hmm. They they were not bouncing off the uh, the walls on the video that Joe Zagaki posted. <laughs> they looked like they were spent. Trip the fan, trip the fan, yeah, man. And uh, the Miami Heat. It was an exciting night at the Kaseya Center. It was a fun game, but they lost in the fourth quarter. Outscored uh, thirty-eight to twenty-seven in the final frame. 
and uh, they were eliminated yesterday. They did lose to the Bucks, third straight loss, and they were eliminated from the in-season tournament. Yeah, well, we move on. So we don't have to see that court anymore, right? I don't believe so. I, I could be wrong right. here. Uh, I I don't know if you know the the two games that are now scheduled, which right, I but, have but here, they're, but they're not tournament games, though, are they? I I don't know how the NBA classifies them. If if it's oh. still technically tournament games, my guess is no. We we don't have to see that court anymore. So no, there was some good news last night. <laughs> so you're punning on on the in season tournament court like that. You you've had enough of it. Three games. It's just hard to watch on TV. I'm sure it's very cool at the arena. It's a little difficult on TV. Yeah. I could, I could imagine it is. Um, the two games announced for next week, by the way, these will just be regular season games versus the Rap the, the Raptors. Wow, in Toronto, December sixth, uh, seven p.m., and then versus the Cavaliers in Miami, December eighth. That's a Wednesday and Friday. That'll be an eight p.m. game. All right, the Boo Max Strus game. Yeah, back in um, Miami for the first time. Yeah. Uh, tonight, Kane's women's basketball team, they're at uh, Mississippi State, 7-15. They're still undefeated as well. Somebody texts in, and I love that someone noticed this. I love how when Hawk talks to Jimmy, he talks to him like the pilot in the movie Airplane. That is the exact way that I talk to him. You ever seen a grown man naked? Like it, with <laughs> Billy, I, I forget what the kids, but that's, I do the exact, same intonation every time I ask Jimmy a question, only because it's funny. But for anyone who's watched Airplane a hundred thousand times, like I have, you notice the cadence. It's why I do that every time I talk to Jimmy. Go to sleep early last night, Jimmy. It, it, it I mean, it is the cadence of Airplane. That's why I do it, sir. Texter, you have made my day for noticing it. See, there's a video here. The New York Jets posting, welcome back to one Jets drive at Aaron Rodgers. And it's just a video of Aaron Rodgers in his red practice jersey walking out onto the field. All right. We'll see, man. We'll see. If you had to – your gut, does he play Hawk? I think he wants to be able to step foot out on the field. I wouldn't be surprised if just for bleeps and giggles, he takes a series in the final game or something to say that it depends on meaningful games. A spoiler alert. I I haven't even seen the script. There's no meaningful games coming soon for the New York Jets. Let's be real. What meaningful game? Like what, what could possibly transpire in the next four weeks? That the Jets are playing meaningful games. They're four and seven right now, and here's their uh, their remaining schedule. They've got the Falcons at MetLife on Sunday, that. Texans at MetLife. Nope. Then they play the Dolphins here at Hard Rock Stadium. Nope. They've got the Commanders at MetLife. Uh oh. So that would be six wins on the season yeah. at that point. If they won those two games. At the Browns, at the Patriots to end their season. All right. So maybe. that No, there's no meaningful games. I'm not playing this game. There's no meaningful games. That second to last game in Cleveland, by the way, that game is on primetime. It's an 8-15 Sunday night football game. I hope they flex that for like, uh, who's the boss reruns? Angela. <laughs> Your weather, it's sponsored by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Who's the boss? Wow. 
your accident attorneys.com. Free consultations at 866-954-0. Pretty effing cold outside here in South Florida, man. It is Stop freezing. It. It's freezing outside, Stop man. It. It's freezing. That's your weather. All right. Uh, Zach Gelb from the CBS Sports Network will join us in the next segment. Coming up next on the Hawk and Crowder Show. You know, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Hawk and Crowder. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on tune in go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening it's better over here. after investing billions to light up our network t-mobile is america's largest 5g network plus right now you can switch keep your phone and we'll pay it off up to 800 dollars see how you can save on every plan versus verizon and at&t at t-mobile.com slash across america up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Reminder, before we get to Gelb here, be doing the show live from Gulfstream Park on Friday. Gulfstream Park will kick off their championship meet, and we will do the show live from the Carousel Club at Gulfstream. Um, Zach Gelb. He is on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Uh, Zach can be heard nationally every afternoon on the CBS Sports Radio Network. He's a man about town, by the way. He was at the Eagles-Bills game on Sunday night. He was at the Rangers game I saw on Monday. Were you at the Michigan-Ohio State game on Saturday, too? Yeah, I was going to say, don't bury the lead. I was at the game between Michigan and Ohio State, of course. I mean, you love going to sporting events. Still. Oh, I, you know what? I saw a picture of you and Jim Nance. Yeah, I was. Uh, I went to the broadcast booth uh, before the game and, and said hello to Jim, who's been very benevolent to me uh, in my career. It, I do like going to the games, but I have a lot of friends that know what I do, and they like to go to the games and latch on to the perks that you get when you're hosting um, a show and you get access to all these tickets. So I took my, my best friend to the Michigan game. He's a Michigan grad. Um, I went to the Bills-Eagles game because I went to college with Hassan Reddick and Deion Dawkins. They were going up against one another. And the Rangers game, my brother-in-law wanted to go. So a lot of people use me, I feel like. Yeah, I know the uh, I know the feeling on that one. Uh, people wanting to glom on, but it's always a pleasure. It's always and I saw. I, I always love of... the person. I always love the person that I haven't heard from in ten years. They're like, "Hey, how's it going?" By the way, if you ever want someone to go to one of these games, like, would love to go with you. And I'm like, I haven't talked to you in ten years. I'm good. I'm thrilled when people, you know, oh, the, the you know, Winnipeg Jets are coming uh, to play the Panthers. It's a Tuesday night. Can you get me a couple tickets? No problem. How about the person, though, that I haven't heard from the entire year? And then they go, hey, you know what? There's a uh, Panthers-Rangers game on Christmas Eve. Uh, you think you can get me on the glass? 
But my uh, favorite one is the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. I, I hear from people yeah. that, oh, you're out there, you know, really in need of two tickets. You know, could you get me face value? I was like, yeah, let me just pull out 10 out of my ass right now. All right. But Solana rolled his eyes or or kind of looked quizzical when you said Jim Nance has been very benevolent towards you for your career. Uh, you know yeah. that Gelb Solana has a very long, his family, long storied history in radio and broadcast. No, no, for sure. And uh, I know, you know, Zach Gelb is a tremendous broadcaster. You really are, Gelb. I was a fan before you started coming on the show. Just think using well, benevolent in, in that context there, a little douchey. Hmm. Like you could have just said, you know, Jim Nance has always been very kind to me throughout my career. Well, mm. uh, I wasn't great at the SAT, but the one thing I paid attention to was the vocabulary uh, section of the SAT. So that was just a fancy way of saying generous. Right, right. And, I mean, Gelb, Gelb uses words for a living. Like, you, yeah. you want him to say something a little more flowery than you might hear at your local Publix. You want me to be an erudite man, all right? I, mm. I just, I think you could Excellent have gone word. with kind. You could have gone with gracious. You could have gone with just a, a whole slew of words. That wasn't benevolent when describing your relationship with Jim Nance. I, I just feel like because it's Jim Nance, you used uh, you know, a more sophisticated word. I just thought it was a little douchey. That's all. I, you don't have to agree with uh, me. I think kind or generous or whatever you just said sounds more douchier because then people, more people are inclined to understand it. I say benevolent. Some people are like, hmm, never heard that word before. All right, it sounds fine. It sounds fancy. Away we go. Right, this guy must be a professional broadcaster. Listen to the words that he's using. You uh, so you go to all these events. Did you go to the the Jets Dolphins game? Uh, no, I did not. I was in Ann Arbor and I was watching oh, right. that game uh, with my best friend who is a Jet fan. And when that pick six happened at the end of the half, I was on the floor and had nothing to do that we were drinking. I was just laughing. That was hysterical. Now, why do you think Robert Sala is going with Tim Boyle again this weekend for the Jets? Because he can't go back to Zach Wilson because everybody is that what knows it is? Zach Wilson so, isn't So the when answer. you do that, when you yank a guy out like that in a very high-profile manner, especially leading up to the Black Friday game, it's the only game on, you, you just can't go. Even though he has to be better than Tim Boyle. No, I don't I don't know if he is. Uh, that, that's a, like we have now gone through two benchings. I say we. The Jet fan has now gone through two benchings of Zach Wilson and also Aaron Rodgers coming in. So – that ship has sailed. I think it's too painful for the Jet fan to see Zach Wilson. It doesn't matter who they put on the field, but anybody other than Zach Wilson, I don't want to say it's better, but it's easier for the agenda that it caused the Jet fans, which they're going to have regardless. Yeah, so what do they do? Do you believe that Aaron Rodgers, by the way, will be back this season? He got cleared for something today. Um, well, well, they activated the 21-day the window. So if he's not back in 21 days on the active roster, then his season's officially over. Uh, if he plays this year, it would be one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in the history of sports because their window to win is next year. They don't have a window to win this year because the line sucks and they're not going to make the playoffs. So what's the point of putting an older quarterback on the field, even though he has had the like quickest recovery I've ever seen and it's miraculous that he's at this point, but what's the point to put him on the field when you're not playing for anything and the offensive line will probably get him killed and suffered uh, suffering another injury, unfortunately. How about this, though, as a theory? He has just about every accolade that you could earn as an athlete. Coming back same season from a torn Achilles is something no one's done. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, I'm with you. There's no reason to bring him back. And Solano was mentioning yesterday that he said on, you know, Pat McAfee's show, it'll be based on my health and if there's meaningful games. And obviously there's not going to be meaningful games 
for the Jets, especially if they're trotting Tim Boyle out there again. So mm-hmm. maybe this is something that he can, you know, play for, for lack of a better term, because no one's done this. You know, Solana wanted me to use simple words here. Everyone enjoys. So I'll do this with a simple term for Solana so you can understand it. Everyone enjoys getting stroked. He enjoys getting stroked right now and having his name in the news and everyone wondering if he's going to come back. If he comes back, he'll get stroked. If he doesn't come back, he gets stroked for the last three weeks and his name's in the news and then it's all right, I made the right decision because the team's success wasn't there. So I think this is more so about everyone giving Rodgers a nice little back massage. Do you think the Jets, if he was healthy, do you think the Jets would have been being talked about the way the Dolphins are being talked about right now, which is, Dolphins are the cream of the crop in the AFC East. It is their division to win, right? I don't think the Bills are going to be able to make up that kind of ground. You think the Jets would have been in this position? The Bills got to go 4-1 and one in their next five games to make the playoffs. I don't think that is likely. Um, I think the Jets would be a serious threat to the Miami Dolphins. I did pick the Dolphins before the start of the season to win the AFC East, as you guys know. Uh, but in this year, with the AFC being so wide open, uh, yeah, I think as long as the Jets could have protected Rodgers, which so far they haven't been able to protect any other quarterback, but maybe it's different with Rodgers throwing the ball and there's different mentality with that team, and maybe he goes and demands them to go get an offensive lineman. I think they would have been a double-digit win team behind that defense. Garrett Wilson would have been better. Brees Hall would have been better. And I think they could have been a threat in the AFC. Any chance that Bill Belichick is back with the Patriots next season? I, I think there's a chance, uh, but I would lean – on the side uh, that he that he's uh, somewhere else next year. And, and I've been saying this since October. Bill Belichick needs more talent. The Chargers need a coach. I think that's a marriage that should happen, but probably the Spanos family will be too cheap. Zach Gelb is with us from the CBS Sports Radio Network. Let me shift over to college football for a second because we were talking about Michigan, Ohio State there. First of all, let me ask you this, this general question. Because it's transfer portal time here in Miami. There Mm -hmm. are certain fan bases right now that are worried about conference championship games and college football playoffs. We're focused on the transfer portal, who's in, who might become available. Tyler Van Dyke, obviously, transferring from UM. Ja'Kurri Brown is going to play at quarterback for the uh, Canes Bowl game, wherever it may be. Um, I think, you know, for a, a, a lot of people, people who were against... NIL and probably were against transferring so easily where you don't have to sit out and, and you just enter your name in the portal. I think a lot of people thought that that would ruin college football. Now it's changed it. There's no question it's changed it, but has it ruined it in any way, shape or form for you? You're a big college football fan. No, because I, you know, I still look at this season. It was a spectacular season. It really was. And this year is the first time and maybe ever where you could maybe clamor to see more than four teams in the college football playoff. Now, I think it's idiotic that they're going to 12 next year. At most, I would expand to six or eight. But I think that the only reason you hear a lot about it is because there's a lot of coaches who will leave all the time for more, more, more money that put resistance to it and have some skepticism to it. I actually praise Matt Rule where I saw the quote today. Uh, He said it takes about like a million to $2 million in the transfer portal or an NIL to get a really good quarterback now uh, in this sport. So uh, here's here's where I lie on it. Uh, When I was in college, I was able to go to a Temple football game and I was able to do radio reports and make money off of it. I was making money off my ability. 
So if everyone's getting a piece of a pie and there's a kid that is really damn good and people want to pay him, why shouldn't he be able to get the money in a legal way when in all those other years he was getting it in an illegal matter and then had to deal with all the jackassery that comes with the NCAA with their petulant behavior? Sorry, I know that's a big word for you, Solana, but um, I have no problem with it, long story short. Yeah, why don't you just call it bad behavior? Yeah, that's fine. Stupid, idiotic, um, moron, you know, dopey I'm, behavior. I'm with you. I've said it to Crowder a number of times. You know, one of the things that I think people lose track of is just because you're very successful in college doesn't mean it's going to translate to anything in professional football. Gino Toretta, who comes out with us all the time, he didn't become an NFL star. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. Chris Leak at Florida more recently. Like Chris Leak, Johnny Manziel, football player. Tyler Van Dyke. There, there's guys. Stetson Bennett. Their window to earn money off their name, image, and likeness happens to be this small window while they're in college. Period. End of story. So for everyone that says, well, you know, it's for the pros, this is, you know, well, not for everyone. In fact, for most people, it's not. For most people, that's going to be their only window to make some money and, and be able to cash in on what their skills are. And there's some legitimate concerns like, are kids making the right decisions or is it just based off who's going to give them the most money? You also have the transfer portal where if you get a little hard coaching, uh, maybe then you say bleep this guy and you end up leaving and going to another school. But isn't that what college is all about? You go, you learn, you make decisions. Some work, some don't. And you try to get better off those decisions that you make. Well, also, that's the way of the world nowadays. Yeah. Like the, the world has changed. So it, it's just college sports has changed with it. I mean, listen, you used to get a job. And you'd work and maybe your boss was rough on you, but you'd grind it out. People change jobs now like it's nothing. People aren't committed to their employer the way that they were in the past. It's just changed. It's been a paradigm shift. Yeah, and eventually the money would, would come to you. But like you just said, if your window is three to four years in college and then maybe your body doesn't hold up, or you're just not that good enough, but you go to a school that has enough passion that embraces your stardom. Yeah. That's your window to go make a ton of cash. And then everyone's going to forget about you, uh, you know, three, four years from now. So I have no problem with it. Never have, never will. By the way, cause I do want to get to uh, uh, Thanksgiving Turkey before we run out of time with Zach Gelb. Who, who do you want to see in the college football playoffs? Who do you think is the ultimate champion this season? I think Georgia and Michigan are the two best teams, but I'm kind of hoping that Georgia goes down this weekend because I think in the world of us really not knowing who would get to the national championship game, I do think a Michigan, um, Oregon, Texas, and then what's the other school? that? Oh, and then Alabama getting it. I think those four would be really fun because out of any of those four schools, I can make the case that either uh, any of those four could find the way to win those two games and win the national championship. But can you see a situation where Alabama beats Georgia close game and Georgia still gets in as a one-loss team? I mean, the, the, the two-time defending national champions and they're losing to a one-loss Alabama who I, I believe only lost to Texas, right? So it's, it's not like yeah. it's a bad loss on their end. Yeah, and Texas beat Alabama uh, in Tuscaloosa by 10. I, I think if Georgia loses this weekend, all hell needs to break loose and then there's still a chance to get in. But hey, Ohio State could still backdoor their way in if like three things happens. I'd rather see Georgia in over Ohio State. Ultimately, though, I do think Georgia wins the game, but it's a bit closer than what people think. Real quick, are you invested in the NBA in-season tournament? Real quick, no. 
Yeah, neither am I. I'm happy that because the, the heat got bounced yesterday. I'm Stop happy talking. you don't have to see the court anymore. Ask me about turkey. Ask me about lasagna. I don't want to do this NC, uh, this NBA crap. Have you watched? By the way, I only saw the standings today. I don't know if you guys. Have you watched Victor Webanyama or San oh. Antonio? Uh, yeah, I watched a few games so far, Victor Wembanyama. They've lost 12 games in a row. Do, did I see that correctly? Yes. And, and, Pop, and Pop is telling everyone not to boo Kawhi Leonard. Hey, we didn't even <laughs> talk about that this week. Yeah, it happened over Thanksgiving. Is that the ultimate douchebag move? Like, what, <laughs> what on earth possesses that guy to take the, the PA microphone during a game yeah. and castigate a paying crowd? Adults, by the way. This isn't the Little League commissioner. Adults paying their money and tell them to stop booing? Like, sit your ass down. Like, what What in What in God's name got into your head thinking that you should do that at that moment? I just love that you threw a bag at the end. That's how I know that you were serious. Usually you just hear the it word douche. That's it. Up, man. <laughs> it fired me up. That was so out of line. Like, that was what, ridiculous. You know, Stupid. certain. Certain people start to think that their opinions on everything are just infallible. And then they decide that they're like the, the Spurs crowd booing Kawhi Leonard is respect. That's respect. And, that's and, not, that's not like, that's not being mean to a guy that's showing you, we know how good you are and, and, and not, we wish you were still here. And not only that, when Kawhi, and his team hid themselves in a New York uh, City area rehab center when Pop and the Spurs tried to go visit him and they wouldn't tell him where he was. Well, I, I'm sure Pop gave him a standing ovation for that and was very happy with Kawhi Leonard. I mean, just ridiculous. That I uh, hadn't even thought about that since that happened. We didn't even talk about it. So anyway, Zach Gelb, you have changed the Hockman Thanksgiving forever. When you were on with us last week, you had mentioned that you're doing lasagna, right? You weren't even doing turkey for thanksgiving correct no we gave the bird to bird uh we gave the bird the bird many years ago yeah and so and, and i think i argued with you on it but as we were having our thanksgiving meal on thursday it's me my wife my son i'm thinking to myself you know i waited all day my wife toiled over this turkey and the stuffing and the gravy and the sweet potatoes you know like and we're waiting all day and then crap. when we sit down to eat it, I'm like, do I even love this that much? Like, like, do I even love this? Would would the Hockman family Thanksgiving be any different if we were sitting around a big lasagna or slabs of ribs, enjoying some Coke Zero and having the time of our lives? Maybe some curly fries. And so I it it like it dawned on me like. Gelb was right. And then we had uh, uh, Javon Holland on with us yesterday. I saw that. And he had Pernil, uh, which is Puerto Rican. It's pork shoulder, I think Solano told yeah. us. Mm. Um, and and I had heard from a bunch of people like you, Lasagna, and, and I've heard from other people do seafood. And so I'm going Let to see myself from the shackles of that turkey. Good job. Welcome. We accept you into our family. I saw Solana's plate on Thanksgiving, and I was like, ugh, that looks boring. And then you saw my lasagna with the sausage and the oh. pepperoni on top as well. That looked really damn good. So all you need to know, even Solana was like, man, that lasagna looks good. And then he had to defend and lie to me. Solana, a friend, someone that I love, he had to lie to me and actually said that his Thanksgiving uh, meal was good. 
Well, it was. I, I do think it was good. Was it better your than voice a lasagna? Just went to a different octave there. That's how I know oh, you're okay. lying. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> but you yeah. did. You you opened my eyes, Gelb, and I'm never going to make that mistake again. I was doing it for the sake of tradition. There, there's no time during the year that I would ever say to my wife, "You know what? I would love if you made a turkey yeah. for the next eight hours because I can't I, wait to have a tiny bit of white meat off it." And you know what? After after you said that to your wife, it probably turned her on a little bit, and uh, it was a good night for Mr. Hockman, right? Actually, it wasn't. So I announced <laughs> it on Twitter unilaterally, and she yeah. happens to like turkey and all the fixins. And she didn't. Uh, she was napping on the couch, and then okay. she saw it on Twitter, and she's like, "What is this? Did you make a unilateral decision for our family?" And she still doesn't seem to have bought in at this mm-hmm. point. Like I think she still thinks she's going to be making a turkey next Thanksgiving. I'm telling you right now. She ain't. It's lasagna. It's ribs. It might be pernil. I don't know what it's going to be. It is not going to be turkey. Would you divorce your wife if she demands the turkey next year? Yeah, 100%. That's not even, I wouldn't have to think twice. I'd be right in the transfer portal. <laughs> I still. <laughs> Hockman will be at the Gelp Thanksgiving next year. He's I entering the Thanksgiving have, I transfer portal. I still have a tiny bit of eligibility left, but my eligibility is fleeting, if you understand what I'm yeah. saying. We, we, we could use another funny guy at our Thanksgiving. You're welcome. <laughs> Zach Gelb, CBS Sports Radio Network. Thank you, Gelby. Later, guys. Be well. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I'm telling you, like, if you're listening to this show and you don't have a bottle of Fabuloso somewhere in one of your cabinets, oh, we don't need you. Hawk and Crowder. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.